Greetings and welcome to episode four of the Love is the Frequency podcast, where I show you how understanding love can improve the quality of our lives and the lives of those around us. During each episode, I encourage you to open your mind to a different level of thinking where you search within yourself for solutions to the challenges you face. In previous episodes, we talked about love and why love is important. I gave the definition of love that I'm using for this podcast, and I talked about boundaries and some other good stuff that I'm going to continue to talk about throughout this podcast. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to set boundaries. Now, I normally like to give information out in threes, but today I'm going to give you five critical steps to make boundary setting a part of your life. But first, let me recap on why boundaries are important. Okay, so boundaries, they help you to show love in the best possible format. They help you to show people how you want to be loved and allow people to show you how they want to be loved. And boundaries should not necessarily be taken personally. When you're setting boundaries, it's not necessarily because, oh, I don't like this person. Uh, Or when someone is setting boundaries with you, don't take it personally. It is to help you grow together. You grow as an individual. If it's a friend, your your friendship should should develop. It's if it's family, your family should develop. Setting boundaries requires you to be in touch with your feelings and your surroundings. Okay, so how to set boundaries? We're going to talk about as I mentioned, how to set boundaries in five steps. Number 1, critical step identify the behavior that makes you uncomfortable. You have to have a watchful eye in this step. And remember, uh, if someone does something once, they're likely to do it again. That was something that was taught to me because I kind of used to let people slide. Um, I would They would do things that were uncomfortable once and I would be like, hmm, and I may, may not even notice. I would just be like, you know, I didn't like that. And then eventually they would do it again or something very similar or something very close. Uh, But it's never too late to let them know how uncomfortable you are with it. So if you know that if they do it once and you have a watchful eye and they will likely do it again, that's the opportunity to address it. So the first time someone does something unusual to you that makes you uncomfortable, you really do need to address it in the most pleasant or most in a way that is non-threatening. So maybe they didn't take their shoes off at the door and you asked them to. Maybe you could say, you know, I I noticed that you didn't take your shoes off. Is there any particular reason why? You can make it more of a conversation piece. Or uh, I noticed that um, you didn't clean your your dishes last night. Or (laughs) is there any reason why you didn't do that? And these are just like simple examples, but there could be any example. So the minute, the moment you realize someone has done something that makes you a little uncomfortable, not mad, 
not angry, not upset, but just, hmm, why they do that? That's different. That's the time to address it. Step two is communicate your feelings about the behavior. And that ties, of course, into number one. Number one is identify the behavior. Number two is communicate your feelings about the behavior. It's important to do this as soon as you recognize the behavior. Why? Because once you communicate, it's going to put you at a fork in the road. It's either going to tell you, I can continue a relationship with this person or a friendship or keep them close knit, or hmm, maybe I should start separating myself. It's based on how they respond to the way that you communicate and also how you communicate. So you want to communicate this in a way that is respectful and you don't necessarily have to be pleasant. You can be direct, but you definitely should leave your emotions at the door. So once you communicate your feelings about the behavior, then you go to step three, ask why. Was this your objective? Were you, what were you trying to accomplish when you did this? And then you want to be very observant. How do they respond when you tell them that this behavior makes you uncomfortable? That is going to determine the future of that relationship. Is it going to be a loving relationship or is it going to be sort of a tug of a tug and are there going to be some challenges? Because the first step in love and in having loving relationships is respect. So if this person shows that they don't respect you, they don't respect your boundaries, you're going to have to make some serious decisions. Okay. So the step three is ask why, what was your objective? What were you trying to accomplish or do? Then you need to ask, well, do you have to do this? Do you have to not wash your dishes or do you have to leave your shoes or uh, leave your shoes on while walking through the house or be inconsiderate in one way and so all of this is also a part of the communication so you also want to and and again their reception how they receive if they're open oh I'm sorry or apologetic and they say I will do better next time then you know you can move to the next level of your relationship or friendship or or whatever, you know that they may be, of course, this isn't the end all be all, but maybe there's someone who who can express love in the way that you need them to. And maybe th- this is a person that you can grow and develop a friendship or relationship with. Okay, so you also want to ask, is there another way to do this? And you're going to Ask that. That's going to be depending on how the conversation goes. Ask if this behavior necessary or can they be more considerate and do something different next time? So you may be uh, communicating with someone um, and they may like leave something out. I don't, I, I'm just giving various examples. Um, I can give a few about maybe you have a roommate, maybe someone comes to visit, they're not courteous, they don't clean up after themselves. Those are just some examples. Or maybe they speak ill of you, or maybe it's in their tongue and something that they have to say. So you're saying, for example, something, what you said hurt me. And I'd like for you to not say that again. That makes me really uncomfortable. 
And if their response is, oh, I'm sorry, I will watch my mouth next time. I do apologize. And sometimes I have a tendency to blurt things out, but I apologize and I'll definitely work on that. And thank you for bringing that to my attention. Well, in an ideal situation, maybe that's someone that you can trust. They may have flaws, but maybe they can, they still uh, don't want to hurt you and they are willing to to make adjustments and respect your boundaries. Now, the other way that this could go is they could say, oh, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I always do that. And that's just me. Just get used to it. And, you know, don't don't even worry about that. Don't get offended by that. Well, that's someone who you may have to put up some more boundaries with them. You may have to change the course of your relationship, of your friendship, of your interactions with them because it doesn't sound like they are respecting your boundaries. They are making an excuse for something that they did that hurt you or that made you uncomfortable. You did your part. You expressed that that made you uncomfortable and they are not interested in respecting your boundaries. So that lets you know what behaviors or what you should do next, or gives you some kind of indication of what kind of, if you follow the path of being around this person, you know what to expect. And then you can make an educated, intuitive decision on whether or not you want to be around this person. So I hope that's helped you. Uh, We can talk about this a little bit more boundaries, but I think I've given you the foundation of boundaries of, of what boundaries do. They help you to, they help you to bring out the best. They, they help, they hold you accountable, hold people accountable when they're around you. And it's the, it's a way to express love and people's love for you. It's how you show love. You let the world know how you want to be loved and you in turn by your respect you're giving them you're loving them so it's important to set boundaries in all relationships it's important to first recognize what is the behavior that people do that make you uncomfortable and it can be family as i mentioned because family they're going to do things that make you uncomfortable that you're not going to like but what will determine What determines whether you're comfortable around them or not is whether they respect your boundaries. They respect the things that you say hurt you or make you feel uncomfortable. And that is a guide for future relationships. So you may be asking, well, what if I don't feel comfortable setting boundaries? What if I've let things go too far for too long And I already know, say, for example, with your family, (laughs) I already know my family will not respect my boundaries. What do I do then? Or with other people that you're in relationships with or you've had long-term friendships with, I've let things slide too much. It's beyond repair. I don't feel I will ever be respected. Well, those are really good questions. And we're going to talk about those things in the next episode. These are actually... Uh, barriers to experiencing love. So if you're unable to set boundaries, unable to, to be respected, and again, with my definition of love, my belief is that love is best demonstrated when a person's behavior is not favorable to you or to your liking. And the reason is because you really have to dig deep 
and still want the best for someone. Even if what that person is saying or doing is not to your liking or is otherwise not representing what you want it to represent. So this goes for you and your expression of love to people as well as their expression to you. So with love, you're going to have to make decisions. Also, you're going to still have to express love, but boundaries is a first step. Boundaries is going to help you to be respected and loved. And if you're unable to do that, you have some fears. We're going to have to talk about that during our next episode. In closing, I want to thank you for joining the Love is the Frequency podcast. Again, during our next episode, we're going to talk about some more barriers to experiencing love. And we're going to talk about some fears. And after all, fear is a major topic. It's one of the things that uh, prevents us from experiencing love and its fullest potential. So with that being said, thank you again for joining the Love is the Frequency podcast. We'll see you next time. Take care. We love you. Be safe. And please be a representation of love in all you do. Bye now.